Today, I'm telling you my 25 pro tips that can help elevate your brand and improve your customer experience. I am pumped for this one. Welcome to the Up In My Business podcast with me, Lex Lancaster, where you'll get an inside look at all things tech, business, and my life as a physical therapist turned digital operations expert. You'll hear all about my lessons as a business owner, the ins and outs of tech for your business, and more. From SEO, websites, and email marketing to automations, launches, and copywriting, I've got you. I'm so excited you're here. Let's dive in. Before we jump into today's episode, let's talk about our sponsor, Jane. Jane is an all-in-one practice management software designed to help you create documentation, book in your clients, schedule, process payments, and run your entire practice online. The team at Jane knows your time is valuable, so they've created online intake forms to help you spend less time on paperwork and more time with your patients. They are amazing, by the way. These intake forms are fantastic. To streamline your intake process, Jane makes it easy to automatically email intake forms at the time of booking. You can gather patient data, consents, insurance information, and payment details all before your patient even walks through the door. And to help them remember to fill out their forms, Jane has you covered with a friendly email reminder sent 24 hours prior to their appointment. To learn more, head to jane.app slash guide or use the code LEX1MO at sign up to receive a one-month grace period applied to your new Jane account. That is, again, LEX1MO at checkout. Welcome back to another episode of Up In My Business. I am super excited for this episode today. I have taken my 25 pro tips, a post that I made on Instagram back in February about you know, essentially how to elevate your brand. And I'm going to make this a podcast episode because one, we know that people are not scrolling back, but also I think it was super, super valuable and I loved posting about it. And I think I'm going to turn it into, of course, another post in the future, but I want to share it here as well for those who like to listen instead of read. So with that being said, we're going to start up my business off with business and life updates. I'm looking outside right now. It's Sunday night at five o'clock and the sun is basically set. So it's dark out. Um, Obviously, we all know that the end of daylight savings time brings some dark nights. And well, I have to be honest, it's dark outside and it's one of the hardest times. But I do need to say that I'm super grateful. I turned to Shantae today and I was like, you know, I'm so grateful that I live where I live right now. I just know that I am genuinely like so, so happy to know that I'm not moving into dealing with snow and winter and all of that stuff at this time. Like it makes me so incredibly happy to know that I, I asked, I asked her, I was like, so can we walk on Sunday at the beach all year round? And she was like, yeah. And I was just, you know, grateful and also just thinking, cool. Like this is amazing. Um, I love to walk. I love walking outside the most. If I mean, yes, I've been considering it under the desk treadmill just in case, but it's one of those things where it's like, it's pretty accessible here. And I'm so grateful for that because when there is a foot of snow, two feet of snow, three feet of snow, slush, mud, dirt, whatever it may be, it's really tough. So I'm super excited to not have to deal with that. And if you do deal with it or if you like it, amazing. Um, just amazing. Good for you. I do not love that for me. (laughs) I love that I get to be in the sun. Um, It was so warm today. Played volleyball. Of course, it's Sunday. And this upcoming week, we've got a lot of volleyball planned. 
Um, last night we went to downtown LA where we went to the Heather McMahon show. So Heather is a comedian, have been following her for quite some time. My best friends from high school actually introduced me to her probably a year and a half ago. And the first thing I said was like, she's not funny. I don't think she's funny. And I kept watching her stuff and I was like, I don't really think she's funny. And then I kept watching her and I was like, oh my God, she's hilarious. So it got to, I, it took a little bit of exposure for me to her and her podcast is hilarious. Um, it's called the absolutely not podcast. She's hilarious. It was a great show. She is just super, super talented and has grown so much. She has a Netflix special. So if you didn't know about her prior, you probably found out about her via her Netflix special. And it's so funny. She's so funny. She has she does great, great work on stage. Um, I We had so much fun. And we went to this, uh, I'm going to call it a bar, but really it's actually three, rest, it's a restaurant, a bar, and then there's like a, I, I guess you'd call it uh, rooftop restaurant bar. It's like a mix all in one. And it was called Grandmaster Recorders in downtown LA. Amazing food, amazing drinks, amazing branding. Every detail was on point, had a great, great dinner, great dessert, great drinks. It was just amazing. So we always have our Friday night date night. We spent that inside the house. We watched Selling Sunset, a couple episodes of that, had a great pizza night. We love making pizza at home. Um, just so so good we get to put we put all the good stuff on it the secret to a good pizza is tomato paste so Shante actually introduced me to that and it is like hands down the best tip ever so extra sauce but tomato paste is the extra sauce so it's regular pizza sauce tomato paste and then a little bit of cheese not a lot because we don't like a lot of cheese and then pepperoni and then her half has olives both halves have pepperoni and pineapple and um onions, caramelized onions. (laughs) So if you wanted a pizza recipe anyway. Uh, so yeah, we had pizza night, watch selling sunset. We love selling sunset have not finished it. Of course, there's like 12 episodes in this season. So still working through those, but it's been a great personal week. Business wise, just wrapped up the launch of SEO school have actually been launching for three weeks straight. So not tired by any means because launching is not really exhausting. It's super predictable, super easy. It's just, you gotta be on the whole time. And like, I didn't really show up in my stories like crazy because the wait list really crushed it. Like I gave the wait list lots of homework leading up to the launch. So the wait list folks who were ready to go and pull the trigger, like it happened where we, we got, I have a huge cohort right now and it's so, so fun to think about the intro call tomorrow. So if you're coming on the intro call tonight, cause you'll be listening to this on Monday, I'm super excited to meet a lot of the people who have signed up. Some of you I know, some of you I do not know. So if you have signed up, I will see you tonight if you can make it. But if you did not sign up and are looking to join next round, mid to late 2024 is when I'll be opening it. I don't know exactly when. It's tough just because summer and all that jazz. I just don't like to run it in the middle of summer. So we'll see how it shakes out. Um... With that being said, SEO school launch has wrapped up. We are moving into Black Friday, Cyber Monday-esque. I'm not entirely sure what I'm going to do, if I'm going to do something. I don't know. I, I genuinely do not know. I haven't even thought about it just because I've been in the middle of the LextraMind launch and now SEO school launch, and now we're back to just my typical work. So yeah, that's really it. I will say a big business update for me is that if you're looking to book with me, whether it's a one-off call, a do it in a day, any sort of coaching calls, which is just a one-off call, 
I discovery calls. I will say flat out my attention is mostly toward Lextramind clients as well as my monthly retainer clients and then my couple few do it in a days that are during the month. So with that being said, there are very limited times that you can book with me. Um, so if you're looking for, you know, tech help, SEO help, whatever it may be, I have very limited times available. I know for a fact that November and December are almost full. And then we'll be looking into booking January and February. So if you're looking to book, especially a do it in a day, I'm I'm bulking into um, January and February right now. So if you're looking to book something like that, please contact me so you, I can get you on the books. Um, I think people um, are checking out my schedule and seeing that I'm full. And yes, 1000% because I have lecture mind and I have my retainer. I don't just operate off of one-off calls. So if you are looking for one of those, scheduling ahead is super, super key. Um, so that's what I have there for you. I would travel and whatnot. November and December obviously get cut a little short. And to be honest with you, I've learned over the years that the week between Christmas and New Year's is just a week that I want to take off. So I fully anticipate taking most of the time off there as far as like not doing live calls. So I mean, I am, I, I don't have it available. So I know that my availability is super, super low in the end of the month anyway. So if you're looking to work with me, know that time is very, very limited and sparse. And I know that it's, I'm very well aware of that, but I need to make sure that I set aside the time for my lecture mind clients and my retainer clients. So that is the way it is. If you have questions, please let me know. But that's that. I will say I am toying with the idea. So I also have what I call Voxer only. So the voice memo software um, that I have, it's an app on your phone. It's voice and text. And I'm considering doing Voxer only support. And that would be great for people who are doing SEO work. It would be great for people who have like general tech questions all the time and just want like to have me in their pocket, if you will. I am considering putting that like out there. I do have a couple clients who do this already, but if you're looking for that type of support, let me know. I do have openings, if you will, for this type of support because it's not a live call with me. It's just Voxer access. And more or less so, I do think it is one of the best ways to stay accountable and have someone to talk to about SEO. So it's just like as much as you want to talk to me, quote unquote, on the phone with your voice, monthly. So if you're doing SEO work, it really could be very, very helpful. Um, but that's like something I'm really looking into because I know that people are looking for support in that way and they don't necessarily need a coaching call. So if you're interested in that, just let me know. Kind of just floating the idea. Might send an email out about it anyway. But all right. I'm just trying to think if I have any other big, big business updates. I don't think I do. I don't think any personal crazy stuff traveling for the holidays. I get to see my family for the first time in six months at Thanksgiving. So that's going to be super exciting. Um, more to come on that. But other than that, let's jump in. Let's talk about today's topic. So today's topic is 25 pro tips, aka just tips from me that elevate your brand and improve your customer experience. So I first posted this on Instagram and I'm probably going to post it again today, Monday, because I just kept, I, I essentially collected all of the things that I kept seeing over and over again that were good in business, like 
we should do this. We should do more of this. We should check this. So I'm just going to run through them, maybe elaborate on them a little bit here, just so that, you know, we can talk a little, it's, it's better to elaborate on something on a podcast than it is on, on Instagram. So we'll go into that here and then we'll wrap it up realistically. There's 25 things. So I got to read, right? I don't want this episode to be 55 minutes long. So number one, make sure your email. So the send mail as section of your email name makes sense. It should be your name or your business name so that people know who is dropping into their inbox. So this is regular email and email marketing software. You need to send yourself an email and see who it's coming from. It should say like your name or your business name. Sometimes people are, they, they label their emails and they don't realize that it's dropping into other people's inbox looking like that. So homework on that one is to go see what it looks like to send yourself an email. So have a junk email, go to your business email, your email marketing software and send yourself an email. What do you hop into the inbox as, right? So mine is Lex Lancaster. If you have a business, it might be your business name, Okay. Number two, make sure that your phone number, fax number, and email are in your website footer. That's a simple one. So if you have an in-person business, you need to make sure your address is also in there. And that's number three. So make sure your address is in your website footer of your emails and on, I just said in your website. So website footer and the footer of your emails. So once again, number two is make sure your phone number, fax number, and email are in your website footer. And then make sure your address is in your website footer and in the footer of your emails. You can also choose to put your phone number and your fax number and your email in the bottom of your email as well. That's fine. But the must is the address. People like to see that your address is in your email footer. Number four is customize your Zoom waiting room with a logo and a quick message to those in your waiting room. I have a post on this somewhere. I should probably link it in the show notes. Um, But to customize your Zoom waiting room, you just go into the Zoom settings on a computer on the Zoom website, not on the Zoom app, and go to waiting room and you can customize your waiting room. Yes, this is a paid feature. So if you don't pay for Zoom, you won't be able to do it. But that is something that I would love for people to do more of. Five, put your photo in your email signature. I truly think that it's super, super important to put your photo in your Gmail or your Outlook, whatever you use, signature. For your email marketing, you can choose to or choose not to. I choose not to, but if you want to, I do think it's a huge, it's it's great. It's wonderful. I think having your photo in the bottom just gives people a way to relate to you and look at your face after they get through reading your email. Number six, add recipients' first names into the emails when you send them out. This can be in regular email and email marketing. It's a simple thing as just being like, hi, Roxanne, thank you so much for reaching out. Or if you're in an email marketing software, you can use the tools that they have built in to address it to whoever it's sending to. So adding that first name is so good because it personalizes the email. And especially in a regular Gmail, like you have to take the effort to put someone's first name in there. You can choose not to, but it's very easy to just start the email with a hi, so-and-so, et cetera, okay? Number seven, make a branded email template in your email marketing software using your logo and brand colors. This is as simple as how to use ConvertKit. So with ConvertKit, you really just want to make sure that you have a branded email template. Put your logo in there, put your name in there, put your brand colors, make sure everything looks good. And if you have a different email marketing provider, you can check it out. They might be able to give you a custom email template, but within ConvertKit, you can create an email template. 
that just makes it so your emails always look the same. And I really, really enjoy that. And I really encourage that. Number eight, have your name in your Instagram bio, not just your business's name. I cannot tell you how much this drives me nuts. I want to address you. So I want to send you an email and say, hey, XX, thanks so much for DMing me. But if you don't have your first name in there and I don't know who you are and there's only your business name, now I can't find your name. And I'm not trying to not address you and call you by your name. But if your name is not in your Instagram bio, no one knows. It's not just me. So I would say make sure you have your name in your Instagram bio. And Shantae teaches us that in the Instagram intensive. So I've heard it a thousand times. It's just so, so important. Number nine, pay for the software that you use so you can remove the software company's logo and use every feature of the software. It's a write-off, folks. And also, if you're running an online business or a brick and mortar, I don't really care which one it is, these are all costs that are associated with doing business. If you don't pay for the software, I understand when you first start off, it's really hard to pay for all the things. That's why I, if you listen, I don't know what episode it is, I talk about my journey and like my software journey and what software I started with and what I'm on now. There's a reason why you don't pay in the beginning for some things because you can't afford it. That's why I wasn't on Kajabi in the beginning. And now I run my courses on Kajabi. I get it. But also, if you have Canva and you can't export at high quality, that's just going to make your posts look bad. So don't do that. Like upgrade your software, truthfully. Upgrade it so you can export your stuff at high quality. Um that makes a huge difference in your presentation. And for the $12 a month, it's so, so worth it. And any money that you make, right? We pay the government, we have software, that's a write-off. So just think like that's part of the operating cost for an online business, especially brick and mortar. You usually need a little bit less as far as like software goes, but it's still a great idea to pay for the thing. Just please pay for the thing. Number 10, have a local phone number as your business number if you're an in-person business. That's as simple as like getting a phone line. There's lots of apps you can use. I recommend Spruce Health. I'd have no affiliate link. I don't get paid to say that. Spruce Health is a game changer for in brick and mortar businesses. Number 11, less text on your website is more. Text walls and large paragraphs are not the way. And yes, that is even for your blog. You want to make your website scannable. So homework on that one is to go check out your website. Do you have a lot of text blocks that are just run on and large? Or can someone actually scroll through your website? Number 12, customize your Jane app header. So customize that with useful information about the clinic that will make booking easier for your clients. In the language section of Jane, you can customize the welcome header. I fully recommend customizing that to say, if you're a new patient, XXX, book this thing. If you're a returning patient, book this thing. Book a discovery call. We have free discovery calls. Check out the website, whatever, what have you. But customize that Jane app header with useful information. That'll make booking easier. Okay. 13. This one's a toss up, but I truly do believe that if you're a brick and mortar business, and most online businesses offer a free discovery call. It's the best place to know if someone is a good fit for you and if you're a good fit for them. And there have been times where I've tossed up like, I don't think I want to do discovery calls anymore. And it's still like ruminating in my head. I had thought about this for the past probably eight months now. I'm not sure what I'm going to do yet. But I do think that when you're first starting out and when you're you know, a couple years in even, like I'm four and a half years in, so I'm just trying to decide what would save my time. And discovery calls do end up eating up a lot of time. And the stuff that we talk about on a discovery call can typically be answered 
via email and with my service brochure. So just understand like free discovery calls are amazing, especially for a brick and mortar business, but online business mostly, I would say offer them until you absolutely do not feel like it's appropriate. 14, online booking is a game changer. Highly recommend it. It's really tough to to do online booking, I understand, when you're just starting out because you might not have a consistent schedule. I hear you. I don't not hear you. Believe me. Online booking is so good, though, because it allows you to time block your schedule. It allows you to not go back and forth with people and say, I don't know when I'm available. When are you available? Let's find a time because you end up wasting a ton of time doing that. Online booking is so, so powerful and it ends up freeing up a ton of your time. So yes, it's really tough to set up in the beginning, but once you set it up and have specific time blocks that people can book specific things in, it really does save a ton of your time. 13, or sorry, 15, Squarespace scheduling and Acuity scheduling are the best. It's So let me back up. Squarespace bought Acuity scheduling. So it's the same thing. So whether you've heard Squarespace scheduling or Acuity scheduling, that's what I'm talking about. It is the best software for scheduling coaching calls, meetings, etc. It's not for your EMR. EMR is JNAP, like 1000% EMR. The best one is JNAP. But if you're doing coaching calls, if you're doing any sort of like one-off discovery calls, except for brick and mortar businesses, so this is online business, okay? Acuity scheduling is the way. You can pay, you can people can pay you for the calls, you can do free stuff, you can invoice people, you get you can set up as many reminders as you want, you can send text reminders, email reminders. Yes, this is a paid plan. And the growing plan allows you to have text messages. I do think text message reminders are worth it. So I believe that's now like 25 or 27 bucks a month. But anyway, that's the best scheduling software. 16, customize any automated emails and texts that go out from software that you use. So whether that's scheduling software, EMRs, whatever you have, customize everything that is automated. Things are automated, but automated stuff usually sounds very robotic and boring go brand it up. Like make sure it actually reflects your brand. If you talk a certain way, your automated emails that come from these software should sound like you. All right. 17, I have, I have just said this a second ago, but to have, if you're a brick and mortar business, it's great to have Spruce Health as your phone software. And then for an online business, it's really good because you you could have Sideline as your business phone. So brick and mortar, Spruce Health, online business sideline. Both of them are very affordable for what they do. And if you want to ever have texting in your online business, you need to have a separate phone number than your personal phone. Take it from someone who gave out my personal phone in the beginning. Um, It is a game changer to have a business phone number that you only use for business. Yes, for brick and mortar as well, because when you first start out, you're like, I can use my personal phone. And then your business grows and people are texting you and you can't separate your weekend from your work day or your work week and it becomes too much. So Spruce Health for in-person businesses, Sideline for online businesses is what I would recommend. 18, Squarespace is a superior website platform. If you want to have control over your website after a designer finishes their work, wants a website that looks good, and if you just want to have good SEO. So Squarespace, people have, I've been getting a lot of requests from people and questions from people because they're being told they need to switch from Squarespace to WordPress in order to have good SEO, in order to have a better website. Complete BS. If you want me to say it straight, 
Squarespace is a great website platform. It is what I recommend everyone uses because it is so user-friendly. I want you to be able to use your own website and to edit your own website. I know for a fact that people switch to WordPress from whatever platform and they end up going back a lot of the times because they cannot manage it without someone else helping them. That is frustrating and that's really, really hard and it sets you up for essentially having to pay for some someone to do it for you whenever you need help. And it's just not helpful in the long run. So Squarespace is always going to be the website platform that I recommend. 19, make it easy to book or inquire on your website. Whether you have a form, a way to email you, a way to call or text you, online booking. I truly believe having all of them is a good idea. Unless you don't have call, text, if you're an online business, you might not have that. That's fine. I would make sure you have a contact form, a way to email you, and any sort of online booking that you offer all on your contact page. It gives people the opportunity to contact you in the way that they like. Some people will never email you, but they will definitely submit a contact form. Some people will never do either of those those things, but they'll definitely book a call with you. So make it easy to do all of those things. 20, have have podcast artwork that is square. It makes it easier for your guests to share on their own websites and socials. When you have a funky podcast art, funky sized podcast artwork, it's very difficult for people to share it because whether they're sharing to Instagram or Facebook or their own podcast page, if you have a funky size like four or five or five, four, it's really tough. Just make it a square. Everybody can put a square anywhere without chopping it off. So make sure you have an option for your podcast artwork that is square. Okay. When you have a podcast, each episode is number 21. Each podcast episode of your podcast needs to have its own episode page on your website. So if I were to record an episode with you, okay, you would want to make sure that you had the link to your episode. If I just gave you my podcast link, whether it's Spotify, Apple, or Buzzsprout, it's going to bring you to the whole entire show's page. Or if I give you Apple or Spotify links, it'll bring you to that software on your phone. Well, if I don't use Spotify to listen to my podcast, now suddenly there's not a link to listen. And you open it up, you're like, well, I don't use Spotify. Now I have to go find it anyway. That's annoying. So have your podcast separated into episodes via, it's actually a blog insert on all websites so that you have separate links for each podcast episode that can be shared for each episode. Okay. So if you recorded an episode with me, I would give you a direct link that leads people to my website that on my website would be your podcast episode as a separate page. And that page is technically a blog, a blog, quote unquote, that I host on my website with a insert, if you will, I'm going to call it an embed of the podcast Buzzsprout embed for the episode. If you need to understand that better, go listen to episode two of my podcast I go through how to make your podcast SEO friendly. That's exactly what I'm talking about there. Okay. Number 22, brand colors. Use them everywhere. Whatever your brand colors are, make sure you're using them wherever you can. So podcast artwork, you're using them on Canva graphics that you're putting on your Instagram. You're using them on your website. You're using them on your merch. You're using them in your stories. So whatever your brand colors are, use them everywhere. 23, just because a software quote unquote automatically integrates does not mean that it is good. And I'm specifically talking about the fact that if you use Jane 
It does integrate with MailChimp. I love Jane dearly. I do not like MailChimp. I have found that clients have a really hard time using it. They're not able to activate any sort of consistency with email marketing because it's so difficult for them to do a landing page. You can't have products on there. It just is very much so inferior to ConvertKit. So just because a software automatically integrates, it doesn't make it the best choice. So for me, I will always say, if you have Jane, you should still be using ConvertKit, not MailChimp. And it integrates, the reason why I do that and I say ConvertKit is because it integrates well with every other software. Squarespace, Jane is something that's not gonna integrate with it, but it integrates with Kajabi. It integrates with Mighty Networks, integrates with all of the things, honestly. ConvertKit integrates with everything. And that's why I love it so much. It makes it very, very easy to do email marketing, to make landing forms, et cetera. So just because something is automatic does not mean that it is the best choice, okay? I can't talk all about software in this, but there's a reason why we choose software that links together. And long story short, it's because it makes everyone's lives easier and it just makes sense. So just understand that if something is automatic, it doesn't always make it the best choice. Number 24, have a link in bio page on your website. Don't use Linktree. Stop using Linktree. It's so I, I don't know where I originally had thought of this, heard it. I'm not sure. Put things together. Using Linktree is like doing a group project if you will, and then giving, you do the whole thing. So you do the whole group project and you give someone else the credit for it. That's what Linktree, using Linktree is doing. You wanna give yourself the credit. So put that credit, that's your website. Put the link in bio page on your website. I have a tutorial on my blog. It is how to create a link in bio page on your website. Go follow it. It's the same for any sort of platform, whether it's WordPress, Squarespace, Wix, a page, no header, no footer buttons to make your links and that's it. So go do that on your website. Number 25, when I originally posted this, I said, have brand photos taken. I am going to say that I just want you to have photos, have photos taken, photos of you, photos of your space, photos of you doing the thing. You need to have photos of yourself on your website, using stock photos across your website Using stock photos across your entire Instagram is not the way. So my biggest suggestion is just to have photos. If you can't afford brand photos, if you don't want to do specific brand photos, okay, cool, great. Make sure you're at least having photos that are appropriate appropriate for your business and yourself. Okay, ran through that really quick, but like I said, I don't want to make this episode a gazillion hours long. Those are my 25 tips to really elevate your brand, elevate your business, suggestions that you can take to do these things and a little bit of why, right? So I broke down the ones that we needed to break down and just let the ones rest that were pretty self-explanatory. If you have questions, let me know. And that's really all I have for you today. So let's wrap it up. I want to thank you so much for tuning in to another episode, or if this is your first episode, thank you so much for listening. I look forward to publishing another episode and talking to you next week. Thank you so much. I will catch you next time.